Ladies and gents, my name's Hayden Elliott and welcome back to the Inspiration Space. Today we have on the show Laura Brown, who is the head of concepts down at 110. 110 is a boutique cycling studio in Baker Street, London. I did a session after this episode was recorded and it really was a brilliant experience. So I strongly suggest going down for a session if you're in the area. Laura is also a very motivational individual with a great story of her own. She went from never even wearing cleats on a bike before to in the space of a few years representing Great Britain in an Ironman at the European Championships. That story alone was fantastic to hear, but what was really fascinating to listen to was the mindset that Laura approached these challenges with. Learning from and embracing failure is something that every individual should have the ability to do. It is those that don't embrace it that fall at the first hurdle and never get to where they want to be. On the back of this point, I strongly suggest reading a book called Mindset by Carol Dweck. I spoke about this a few times on the podcast few times on the podcast before. It really opens your mind to the benefit of obtaining a growth mindset, a mindset where failure is treated as a necessity for becoming successful. Laura's story is a great one if you are thinking about challenging yourself. So enjoy. She is also a laugh a minute. Today's episode sponsor is Fat Llama. Fat Llama is the fastest growing rental marketplace for stuff in the world. It's a website and app which allows people to rent out their belongings to others nearby, fully insured for cash. Fat Llama users are renting anything from film gear, projectors and PA systems to road bikes and camper vans. The platform is available throughout the UK and US and users are earning up to £3,700 per month. I've been using Fat Llama recently to rent out my podcast recording equipment and I will undoubtedly earn my initial investment back on the items in no time at all. I guarantee you all have considerable amounts of stuff lying around your house flat that is rarely or never used that can be rented out to others for money. Get it onto Fat Llama, guys. I've said it before. For me, it's an absolute no-brainer. On the other side of the coin, how often have you needed something for a brief period of time and haven't purchased the item from a retailer due to the cost not warranting it? Well, Fat Llama provides the solution. If you type in fatllama.com forward slash r forward slash the inspiration space and sign up, you will get £25 off your first rental. Or if you'd like to head over to my website, the link will be on my show notes for this episode. Enjoy today's episode, guys. It's a belter. I just want to say thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to have me on. It's quite all right. Really good. We are in 110 Studio in Baker Street. And you, Laura Brown, are head of concept, I believe. That is, that is my role. Great. Jack of all trades, master of none. That's Fantastic. me. <laughs> um, I'm doing a session later on, which I'm really excited about. Yeah, you're doing Nirvana, right? Nirvana. So seem to get your dancing shoes on. Well, there we go. <laughs> Before we uh, get started on yourself, I thought it'd be really great if you could just give us, a, our listeners, a bit of context on what 110 is as a concept. Um, and just, you know, yeah, just a little bit about the concept. That'd be fantastic. Yeah, sure. So um, 110 is a spin studio. We offer two concepts here. So um, we're one of the first, and I think the only at the moment, um, concept to have a 
that might there. Yeah. You have a, um, a technological driven stats based beat class. So you'll find around London there's a lot of these boutique classes that have spin classes that you ride to the rhythm of the beat, you add in choreography to make it a full body workout. Um, but what we've done is taken a step further and added some more technology to the bike. Sure. So you can really monitor and track yeah. your progress. Sure. So you see where that resistance is, you see how it's pushing, you see week on week how you're progressing and getting stronger. So that's our Nirvana class. So it's all to the beat of the music, the playlists really drive it, the instructors really motivate you, it's got hand weights, it's got choreography, it's got lights, it's got awesome. everything you could possibly want for a Friday that's night. That's what I'm doing. That is the one you Fab. are doing with our fabulous Josh. <laughs> um, and then we have our Paceline product, which is much more um, cycling inspired. Sure. So down in the saddle a lot more, a lot more about strength, power, it replicates factors that you need to work on in outdoor cycling. Mm. So it's not replacing cycling on a bike outside, but it's enhancing your experience. So you'll be working on endurance phases and climbing and power. And on that class, you can see the watts that you're putting out. So can the rest of the class. So it gets a little bit competitive. I love that. Especially if I'm in there, because I will challenge anyone to a race. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's just constantly about really trying to either progress yourself week on week and sure. improve your own watts, or if you want to take it to that next level, challenge the buddy next to you and go head to head that's get brilliant. the best ones you can. That's fab. I mean, I love that because I've, I've, I've been in health fitness for a while now, but I always felt there was something lacking uh, in, in the fitness industry in terms of measuring and being able to see that kind of stuff. That The technology I felt was lacking slightly. So the fact that you've got that in the studio for, for all the members to see, it must just drive everybody that little step further. Yeah, it's motivation, isn't it? Sure. So, you know, it's, it's great to have fitness as a, as a mental strength and as an escape and I love the fact that exercise can do that for people, mm. but they're also another sort of, I guess, a market full of people that really are inspired by their own progress, that are sure. inspired by themselves getting stronger, getting yeah. better. And yeah. if they have that piece of equipment on the bike that is proof that they are getting better each week, that's just such a motivation that yeah. they've created for themselves without having to rely on an instructor to, to tell them they're great. They can see they're great. Yeah, sure, uh, that's, sure. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean... You've been part of, have you been here since the beginning? I mean, how, how, long's it, how long's it been here as a studio? So we've been open uh, since June. I've been here since September. Uh -huh. So quite early on in the process. Brilliant. Um, and it's just, we're now really starting to see that community grow, mm -hmm. which is a really exciting time for mm -hmm. us. You now have people that can look back over the last few months and see where they started, see the, the stats they were pulling out on like class one or two, and now it's class 50. And they're, they're looking at the whole timeline and the whole journey of it and thinking, wow, I've got from there to here. Amazing. And that's pretty incredible now. So it's a really exciting stage for us. But as the head of concept, I mean, seeing people become addicted to it and be part of the community must be so satisfying. Yeah, and I think it's something that's really exciting in terms of the whole of London and the whole sure. of fitness. It's not just spin, as much as, you know, I have a bias towards spin because it's a real passion of mine. Of it's a really exciting time to see London following within that sort of New York trend that happened and every corner you turn in London there's a new boutique studio popping up and whether that's strength training or cardio or, or yoga there's something for everyone and it's really allowing people to cross train and choose what works for them and I think long gone are the days where you just sort of went out for a jog hated every second of it and then gave up a few weeks later now you can really think what is it that you love about moving 
how is it that you want to feel and then you just choose the right product for you and I you know I think having the two concepts at 110 really helps us sort of appeal to a wider audience and have something to offer for different types of people Sure. Do, 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 do people come to both, or do, do some people just come to, to one, for it's example? It's a mixture. It's a mixture. I love both. Yeah. So I teach the Nirvana. I ride the pace line for my own training. Right. Um, and there are a few people that are very similar who like the strength aspect of pace line, but love the sort of fun escapism of Nirvana. There are diehards on either side. Really? So there are some people that don't want to be sat down in the saddle, yeah. and they don't want people to see their watts. Yeah, there yeah. are others that don't want to do press-ups on the bike. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and that's great. Do what works for you. I think if you find enjoyment and a passion for something, it just means that you'll keep doing it. Yeah. And if we can keep people fitter for longer, then we're winning. That's absolutely, we're winning. If you don't mind, I would love for you to tell a bit about your personal story, uh, which I came across um, yeah. on your website, which blew me away. I was like, wow, that's really, really cool. Um, yeah, if you, if you don't mind, just for our listeners, just to get a bit of a background on yourself, that'd be great. Of course. Uh, where to start? Um, so I, way, way back in the day, I swam for Essex when I was a mere child, yeah. about 11, I think I was, uh, <laughs> 11, 12. And then I stepped away from fitness. I, you know, got interested in boys and makeup and all the girly things that you do when you're, you're sort of 15, 16. And I stepped away from a long time, and then I went through the dance route. And then... That sort of was a fun time, and I worked as a freelance dancer. But I always found that I missed that, that really athleticism that I really enjoyed from sports. So I took a job with Cycle, and, um, and I just grew to sort of love it. I didn't think at the time, I thought it'd be something that I did on the side. A bit of fitness, a bit of dance, best of both worlds. And I just found myself more and more and more seeing this community and culture and this growth and it was a really exciting time and I just thought you know what yeah I'm all in so I <laughs> put myself in that position and, and went on to become one of the master trainers there and then I still wanted to do more so there was a, a real adventure side that I felt like I was missing out on I really liked to be outside running outside on the well at the time not on the bike and yeah. um, I was a terrible cyclist on the road bike and <laughs> um, and I sort of hit a period in my life where things weren't maybe going quite as well as I wanted to. Um, split up from a really, really long relationship and didn't know what I was doing and just thought, oh, I just need a project. I just need something to do to keep myself occupied, to yeah. keep myself feeling really good. Um, and sort of a friend of a friend went, do an Ironman. Just as casual as that. And I was like, and one more time, what, what, what is an Ironman, please? And he was like, oh, you know, it's a little bit of swimming, a little bit of running, a bit, bit of biking, you'll be fine. Yeah. You'll be great, it's easy, don't worry about it. So I was like, cool, send me a link. And uh, before I gave myself a chance to talk myself out of it, I just was like, oh, do you know what? Let's just click it, enter, we'll worry about it another day. So <laughs> entered, as you do. And then sort of faced that prospect of thinking, you know what, I've got her actually now. Now I've got to do it. <laughs> I've got to back this one up. I back oh, myself God, here. Yeah. So I made sure I told everyone because I'm a really proud person. So I thought if I tell no one, I can quit quite easily. But that made you quite accountable, though. Exactly. Yeah. So I, you know, went to the old social, told the world. <laughs> everyone went, "You're mad," and I was like, "Oh, I'm actually, maybe this is going to be harder than I thought." Um, so when I bought a bike, because I didn't have a bike, when I bought some trainers, um, when I bought a wetsuit, I actually didn't even buy one. Then I borrowed one. Um, and just Did you started, call them clip-ons, by the way? I, yeah. <laughs> I was aware of the term cleats. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, there's a, a cassette with yeah. your gears, and I didn't know it was called a cassette. To me, that's like a tape <laughs> that you play live music on. So it was all very uh, <laughs> a yeah. learning curve. 
Um, my bike arrived, and I was like, how hard can it be? I cycled when I was like six years old. I went around the park. Awesome. You just keep moving, right? But with Khalid, that's not so easy. So yeah, my first bike ride, I literally had been on for about 10 seconds, fell off, <laughs> and then had to try and ride it home. And it was a really, really windy night. And I know I'm being dramatic, but it yeah. was really windy and it was scary and it was dark. And I had to cycle through like Canary Wharf where it's like wind tunnels. I'm trying to like, picture the scene here. <laughs> Set the scene. Really trying to, you know, dramatise it. And uh, I definitely thought I was going to fall off. Went past the canal. Yeah. Barely thought I was going to make it the other side without falling in. Put my trainers on because I was like, I just don't trust that I can do this in cleats. Because <laughs> I can't come out. And got home, had a large glass of wine and cried. Yeah. And that was my first experience. That was your first experience on a bike. <laughs> wow, that is. But you, you obviously got back on. Eventually, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I, uh, I was like, right, it's a stupid idea. I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to wing it. And then I, then I looked into, I Googled, can you do an Ironman in trainers? <laughs> <laughs> First time anyone's ever Googled that. Yeah, I was like, How, does, is it necessary? Is it really necessary? Then I realised, yeah, you do actually have to do it if you want to complete it in the time. Yeah. So I was like, right, I'm going to have to learn. So I took the time to learn um, and then arrived in, in Barcelona, where it was Calaya, so just down the road. Mm. Um, and then it suddenly dawned on me how hilly the course was going to be. It's up like the Catalonian Pyrenees. Wow. Um, steep, steep. Steep, yeah. Fair to say. Pretty, pretty decent <laughs> hill climbing, of which I probably hadn't trained enough for at the time. Sure. Um, and just sort of gritted my teeth, screamed, swore the whole way around, cried. There was some pretty steep descents on the other side of the climbs. Swore a bit more, cried a bit more. <laughs> And then I crossed the finish line, and then literally two weeks later, signed up for another one. Wow. I mean, what was the feeling when you, when you, when you crossed, the, crossed the line? It's, it's, you can't describe it. And I think people that yeah. haven't done an endurance race yet, because, mm. you know, there's always time. Um, it's something they don't understand. And people say, oh, you're crazy. Why would you want to cycle that many hours? Or why would you want to go run a, a marathon or anything like that? But, and at the time, don't get me wrong, I'm sitting there and I'm like, never doing this again. This is absolutely awful. I don't know why I signed up for it. Get me off. I just want to see the finish line. And the second you cross it, you're like, that's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I'm going to yeah. do 10 more. Yeah. I mean, I've, I got that from when I, when I was reading the stuff on the website. It's when you do something like that, the dimensions of your mind just change and they just can't go back. It's like once you know you can complete something like that. Yeah. It's a real sense of pride. Yeah. Um, and it's really, it's, I think when it's to do with sort of cycling or running or swimming or whatever it is of your choice, sure. you know that you've self-powered it. So, yeah, I'm really thankful to lots of people who've supported me and have helped me train or have sort of advised me on certain things. I, you know, I'm eternally grateful for that. But you can't help but acknowledge that, actually, you did that for yourself sure, and, yeah. and you carried yourself around that. Yeah. And even when it got really tough and even when it, you wanted to quit and even when you wanted to, like, just give up, you didn't. Sure. And, and knowing that you have the capacity to do that then sort of comes out in all the other aspects of your life. And every time any situation gets hard, you're yeah. like, actually, do you know what? I can, I can stick this out. I can ride this out. And mm. and I think it just makes you a better person. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I find endurance sport extremely challenging. Uh, I, I did an ultra marathon last summer. And, and, I'm, and I'm not gifted in terms of the endurance stuff at all. I just got it done. <laughs> it seems that you didn't just get it done, though. You did it extremely well for someone that had never done it before. So it, I, if I read it correctly, you did one and you did another and you then qualified for... 
Team GB. <laughs> I mean, that's a transition. I mean, I mean there's no way shock. there was no way I was I was getting through for the GB ultra marathon runners. I can tell you that. I mean, you never talk, know. Talk us through you the no, but talk us through the mindset of that for you in terms of not simply just showing up and doing it. You did it to the absolute best of your ability. You gave it your all. I mean, yeah. yeah. So I do. So as I said, I did Barcelona. Yeah. Um, and then I signed up for Weymouth, which was my second one. Different, different conditions. Yeah, I mean, it was just—it was a slightly flatter course, but it was a—you know—it still had its challenges. Sure. Um, and I think I just came in. I think once you know you've done it once, you come in with a with a sort of more confidence. So you come in thinking, you know, you know you can do it. So you might as well just smash it out of the park. Yeah. And you put your head down, you grit your teeth, and and you just think, you know what? Let's just let's just have it. Let's just go let's for it. Go for it. <laughs> let's yeah. just do this one. Yeah. Um, and I could enjoy it a lot more. I wasn't stressing. I wasn't thinking, you know, is it possible? I already knew it was. And so I I did that race. I knocked about like, the best part of an hour off my time. That's obscene. I mean, that is absolutely mad. That's, that's partly, I think, yeah. mental strength. I think it's yeah. also I trained a lot more. Yeah. Um, because I, by that point, I'd, I'd found like, do you know what? Is this something I enjoy? And it is something I'm going to invest in. And it's something I'm going to really work for and I think once you've you've made that commitment it's, it's a lot easier to to train harder um so I worked hard I I did the race and I didn't even really know that these age group European events even existed I was still so new to the triathlon world yeah and I I was a bit of a misfit and you know I think I told a story um on my website before that you know everyone turns up to these like athlete briefings like head to toe in like raffa kit or like finisher 2012 <laughs> and I rocked up in like a Zara play suit yeah. ice cream in my hand yeah. like Topshop sunglasses on my head and I was like clearly the odd one out yeah. but that's okay that's yeah. alright I was just you know bringing a bit of fashion yeah <laughs> <laughs> and um so then the, one of the guys that I was with was like oh you should you, you got a good time there sure. you should think about submitting it for the for the championships and I was like I literally have no idea what you're talking about he was like here's the link <laughs> submit it and, and 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 find out so I was like okay fine and so I put all my information in put in like so you have to be in a certain percentage of the winner's time sure which means it's fair across all races despite the sort of um, conditions of the course so I submitted all my times and then about two months later, I just got this email being like, welcome to Team GB. <laughs> what, what, what was that like? Were you like, I'm sorry? Or? I went quite quiet. <laughs> I, uh, I think my boyfriend had gone to the toilet and came back and I was like, babe. Um, White. <laughs> <laughs> things just got really real. Um, <laughs> shit, shit just got real. <laughs> yeah. Um, we might need to do some more training. Wow. So, yeah, I was just presented with this opportunity and it was never one that I was ever going to turn down. Obviously, I was super excited. I was obviously really nervous because I couldn't be shit at that point. Like, mm. you can't put on your, like, national flag and not do it well. So, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Um, but I was just so excited and I started picking out the race I was going to do and and then I just... Did you then get the Rafa gear and the... Uh... Or did you still have the Topshop glasses? No, I still went for Sweaty Betty. Yeah, good. You know, I like a good Keep, Sweaty Betty pair of leggings. Keeping it real. I like my flowers and my butterflies and my leggings. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, as you do. Um, yeah, and then I just invested a little bit more time in it again and, and thought, yeah, I'm going to really make something mm. of this. And 
And I really, actually, I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, really? <laughs> that was good. The training, did you, did you up it massively? I mean, was it more regimented? Did you get a coach? Was there a difference? Or did you just still go for coach. it full gun? Um, I just, every opportunity I had, I, I trained. Um, I'm still learning. And I'm very much somebody who believes in balance. So I still had my wine on a weeknight wow. if it had been a long day. Or I still ate my dirty burger and chips. And I never was going to change that who you were um, and I never was going to take it so seriously but at the same time that said I didn't probably see any family or friends for mm. for a good best part of a year and that's the hardest thing I think in that you know I worked Monday to Saturday at the time mm. and I was teaching fitness so to do then another fitness load on top of that it's like having a part-time job on top of a full-time job it's sorry was this while you were at Cycle? this was when I was at Cycle okay, yeah sure, so yeah. I was working Big, big hours there, teaching a lot of hours, then having to train outside of those hours on a tired body. Sunday's the only day off. It's the day you should be resting, but it's the only day I've got enough hours to do a long ride or a long run. So it turned out to be the day that I was in going to cycle 50 miles. And then my family would be like, Laura, we haven't, we haven't seen you. But I was like, well, if I take a Sunday off to see you, that's a whole week of training, endurance-wise, that I've, I've lost. Mm. And, and they were great, and they just had to understand that that was going to be my life for... For that period of time and it you know and they never begrudged that and, yeah, it, for... and it and it paid off and mm. it was great but it, it is it's an investment and it's a commitment to you and Serious it's a commitment, commitment. to, yeah, to wow. yourself and, you, and your own progress and, and it, yeah and I think it's if it's something you're passionate about you make it happen 100% wow it's amazing talk to us about the actual event I mean with the standard was it noticeable straight away that it was yeah. Yeah. I mean, my bike. You know, we nervous. Yes, I'm always nervous for a race. Mm. I always think I'm always play out scenarios in my head. Like, do I really know how to change a puncture? Do I? <laughs> <laughs> how quickly can I do it in race standards? Mm. Um, and it gets competitive. It's probably the most competitive I've seen it. So, you know, in, in the swim, there are definitely people that like grab your ankle as you're trying to swim and. You got knocked around the head a few times. Everything got scratched on the face a little bit, but wow! Yeah, no, you know, I just kicked back. Yeah, okay. <laughs> grab my ankle again. Great muscle. And I will, yeah. and I will kick harder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I got a competitive streak too. Um, it's just interesting. So, I my bike's called Pedro, and we've got a very you know lovely relationship. And I You've talked named to him. Bike. Yep, love Pedro. Okay. Talked to him. Call him Pedders. Really? Every time I see someone else with a puncture, I tell him thank you. I'm like, thanks, <laughs> Cheers, Pedders. Cheers. Right, okay. You're doing well. That's the, that's the main note I've taken from this so far. I need to name my bike. It's like how people talk to their plants, right? Yeah, sure. I talk to my I, bike. I personally don't talk to my plants, but I will Helps start talking grow. to my bike. Okay. Um, it's, you know, give what you, uh, what you get, want to get back. <laughs> so, um, so my bike, I, I love Pedro with all my little heart. But on the grand scheme of things, like seeing him against like these ten thousand pound bikes, yeah. I mean, poor little thing. He uh, was, how did he hold up? Uh, he, he did all right. Good. He was good. But you know, there are people there that have invested for years and years and years with nutrition plans and coaches and training plans that are probably double the intensity of mine. And yeah. I massively respect it. And they are at a place now where they're going now for world championships. And I've got to think about whether that's a route that I want to take or whether I, you know, I'm happy with European championships and still having my burger and my pint. Sure. Are you, are you, <laughs> is that your next step, European? For, for now, I, 
I'm going to do a few different challenges. Cool. So I've got um, a 100-kilometre run coming up. So I'm doing um, Race to the Stones. I've heard of this. Which is a 100-kilometre... Where, Where is it? Oh, you're asking me questions now. <laughs> I'll, uh, I look I'll at the email that says, um, <laughs> you need to arrive at this train station and get to this postcode, and then I Google map it. Fair enough. But it's, it's England's oldest towpath. Okay, cool. And I think you end up somewhere near like it's Oxford. In England. It's in England. It's in England. So, yeah. You know what? I'll follow the marshals yeah. and I'll follow the turn right at this point. Yeah, good. And I will let you know. Yeah. <laughs> 100k, tough. Yeah. And what, then one day? What, you can do it in two days, okay. but I'm going to do it in one. Hopefully, in about, I don't know, 10 hours? That's a bit ambitious, isn't it? But I'll give it a go. Go for it. Um, and then there's also in the pipeline a cycle from London to Paris, mm. Friday to Saturday, and then run the Paris half marathon on the Sunday. Wow. That's in the pipeline. I've done the. I've signed up for the half marathon bit. I just now need to do the logistical <laughs> side of getting the bike there. You love a challenge. I do. I do. And Why I'm do not, you think that is? Oh, I'm I, intrigued. So, certain people just have it in them. Yeah, I think I, I, I know maybe a, wired differently. Yeah, I know a lot of people <laughs> now, like some of my close friends, uh, like Marina, who's doing GB, who's doing the Trailblazers. Uh, yes. She's a bit like that. She loves a challenge. So I, I'm intrigued. Just like, what, what do you think that is in, in a person? I think different pe things make different people tick. Mm. Um, and I think it's overcoming something each mm. time. And that's why I quite like, I don't think I'll ever stay down the whole triathlon route time and time again. I think I'll do triathlon, and then I'll do a run, and then I'll do uh, I might swim the channel, and then I, you know, there is a triathlon that I've got in mind that maybe I design myself. Nice. So that's a challenge in itself. Yeah. So I'm thinking about cycling the length of Italy, and then swimming across to Sicily, and then running around Sicily. Wow. That's that. Yeah. And I think it's just. It's having that adventure and it's having that... I like being scared. I like thinking that I can't do something mm. and then prove myself wrong. Mm. And I think when things are easy, it's, you just get a bit complacent. I feel like that, in, in regard to 110 for a second, is that the experience you want for your members in a way? Is for everything to be a challenge. They, they come in and they've got something to hit each time. And being part of that, you get to be part of pushing them Pushing yeah. them, pushing them. That, that must be amazing for you. I think the beauty of working somewhere in the fitness industry yeah. is that you meet people from every aspect. Mm. So there are the people that are training for something and you can really spend time with them and, and really push them in that area and you can take them step by step, getting stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. And then there are the other people that just want to move their body and they're not fussed about beating their last score or yeah. they're not fussed about having the biggest watts on the board and being top of the leaderboard they just want to immerse themselves mm. in some sort of movement with other people and listen to music mm. and there are then all the other people in between yeah and there is no right or wrong mm. there is there's absolutely no one way you should be moving mm. i think it's just important that you you do what works for you and what makes you happy and for me i love doing stuff that pushes me to my absolute limit where I mm. I have that moment where I want to quit or I want to cry or have I you, have you ever w really wanted to quit like nearly been there all the time usually yeah. in training I think there's uh, something races like where well, you're here now so you might as well finish and I love a medal so I want my medal yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I, <laughs> I love my little collection so I will finish but there, there are training days mm. where you know you're tired and you've had a long week yeah. and you know 
you missed Gogglebox or something and you just <laughs> and you'd rather just be at home and there are those days but you know that if you don't get out yeah. you know there's that saying of like train hard race easy mm. and you know you have to get out there and it's raining or it's snowing and then you're out there and it's miserable and you're piss wet through and you just want to get the tube home yeah it's weird that I've already kind of got that <laughs> I mean it's weird like it was I was I was down on the coast the other day and I was like Ah, oh, it's raining, but I'm not going to be happy with myself unless I get out and do it. And I will, I just know that when it's done, I'll feel so much better for it. I think that's it, isn't it? It's an you know, it's and you, addictive. yeah, and it becomes um, just learnt behaviour. I think. Yeah. In that you know you'll feel ten times worse if you give up. Yeah. And then you sat at home with your jar of Nutella. Yeah. And even though temporarily it feels really great yeah. <laughs> you're like oh I'm warm and I'm you know yeah. sitting here yeah. enjoying the TV the grand scheme of things you, you do feel quite almost gutted at yourself because you didn't quite finish it and you didn't maybe push as hard as you could have done there are obviously days where you generally need your rest and I think you should absolutely listen to your body and take it but I think the second you start to get inside your head and tell yourself you can't or da, 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 you've just got to learn to shut that voice off Amazing. And the more you do it, the easier it is to sort of notice that those thoughts are coming creeping in and just shut them down and keep going. Because you know when you get to the end then, you actually feel a lot better. You never regret doing your best, ever. Apart from yesterday, when I uh, got back from Heathrow Airport. I, I still don't know how Google, Google Maps took me by Heathrow. They trick you. They do, don't they? So you put the walking route on <laughs> and then you go too fast because you're on your bike and they take you the driving route. It happens. Yeah, they not, trick you. Not happening again. <laughs> do you, what do you use app-wise for on a bike? I use. Or do you, um, did you follow I use somebody a special else? Technique called the boyfriend, <laughs> um, who I follow. Clever. Quite a lot. Clever, um, clever. I do have a Garmin and I have a Strava account. Okay. I need to get um, these things. So I'm not doing that. Again. I'm just not very good at multitasking. Sorry to all the females out there. I know I've let the side down, <laughs> um, but I'm not very good at. <laughs> looking at the the screen, looking up and not getting hit by a car. Yeah. I'm just not very good at it. Yeah. And then I'll look at somebody's shoes that they've got on, on the pavement and I'll get distracted and they take the wrong turning and it's all just a disaster. So Yeah. Fair. I I put the boyfriend in front of good me. Good idea. I don't I don't have a boyfriend. But I, <laughs> I, I I'm, and my girlfriend is not very keen at cycling, but I'm gonna go down that route. I'm not going by myself with Google Maps ever again. It's just a terrible experience. Anyway, <laughs> I wanted to talk about um just that, that experience of you falling off your bike. Um it just reminds me of when anybody is trying to do something like this, something a little bit different. Uh I know so many people that kind of fall at the first hurdle. Like you talking about that experience, falling off your bike. So I know so many people that have kind of been through similar situations and they haven't dealt with that sort of failure you can call it experience yeah. negative experience well and fall in the first hurdle what's your kind of mindset in regards to that in terms of for anyone who's listening who's thinking about doing something like uh, an ultra marathon or something i think it's you shouldn't come in expecting to fail that's maybe not the best approach to take but i think there's that is an acronym for fail and it's a first mm. attempt in learning as an f-a-i-l and I think if you look at it like that... First, say that again. First attempt in learning. Wow. So if you're learning a new skill, That's yeah, awesome. sometimes you might fall at the first hurdle because not everyone gets everything right first time. Yeah. You know, no, no little baby just gets up and starts strolling around. Chances are they'll fall down, but they'll get mm. back up again. 
And and I think there's something really interesting in that. And I think you know, using that analogy, you you watch a baby fall down, and they don't then just stop trying to learn to walk sure. because they don't understand what the concept of failure is. That's something we've learned as adults, as far as I'm concerned. That's something that you you start to become quite fearful of as you yeah. get a bit older. Sure. And I think it's just a case of of not letting that sort of prevent you. Fear is the biggest killer of all dreams, right? And the, se- the second you start to overthink things and think, oh, well, now I can't possibly do it, you, you started to lose the battle. I think you just, you take stock, you have a little rethink, you think, okay, that way didn't work. Mm. What else could I do? What else could I try? Do I need to just take it back a step? Do I need to regress it? Do I need to put a little mini stepping block in to get me from here to there? And figure it out. Yeah. And you don't have to go from naught to 100 on day one. You really, really don't. No, no one who, you know, no Olympian suddenly just got to the track one day and went, oh, yeah, under 10 seconds yeah. for 100 metres. Yeah, done, solid, so brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> that that so never true. happens. Yeah. You know, you, you see people, professionals, athletes, whatever walk of life, you see people make errors and make mistakes. And if everyone just quit first time, nothing would get done. So true. There'd be no light bulbs there'd be no <laughs> right there, there just isn't and and I think perseverance keep going and even if you just need if you need someone to come with you and be that friend and be that supportive ear or if you just need to go away on your own for a second and take some time out like just there is no formula for success you've just got to figure out what works for you grow with it yeah Absolutely. and it's fun learning yeah. oh yeah so many people have problem with that I find they find it it's like a fixed mindset that kind of, uh, how do I put it? They're kind of, they're really afraid to fail because of what that may, how that will make them feel. Yeah. Instead of using those experiences as a learning experience and then growing from it. Um, and I think anything like doing an ultramarathon or, or, or doing a triathlon, you need to have that kind of mindset because otherwise you can have some really bad yeah. days. And, you know, if you're going to choose something so big or something so challenging, that, that's the kind of beauty of it. If it was easy and you knew you could instantly do it, then it's not really a challenge in the first place, is sure. it? Do you have people coming into 110? Who, uh, you probably do a training for triathlons here and there. Yeah. They use it as part of All their All different things. Some people are doing marathons because obviously one of our concepts is quite cardio-based. Mm. Some people are doing cycling challenges. Um, some people are just doing all sorts of it might be trekking or you know walking up to Everest base camp wow that is a loud door Um, (laughs) (laughs) didn't actually hear it Um, so it's really great to be a part of that journey and it's you learn different skills in these environments right so it's yes it's the physical yes it's the cycling yes it's the clippy shoes (laughs) the the clippy shoes that's the new term Um, but actually it's more about I think what I mentioned before is that when it gets tough, sure. you, you learn to suck it up and just crack on. Or to not doubt, or just to push that a little bit more, just to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And you can then apply that to whatever you're doing, whether that's going for a promotion at work, whether that's just dealing with something at home, or, or anything. I think if you can just train the mind mm, sure. to, to really push to those uncomfortable places, mm. you can practice that in the spin studio, you can put it into whatever you want outside of it. Mm-hmm. Really interesting. In terms of, do you, you obviously teach in the classes, and 
I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm about to see it in a couple of hours, but do, do, do the instructors get up and get involved with the, with the with the members while they're cycling and all that kind of yeah. stuff? Yeah, so every instructor deals with it slightly differently. Sure, um, some people will get off their bike more, some people stay on their bike more. There's no... <laughs> On track two, you must come off for 30 seconds. There is no <laughs> rule book like that. Yeah. Um, but as instructors and as this team is at one term, we are very invested in, mm. in the ride, in the community. Yeah. Now, I don't think anyone really goes into fitness without wanting to help people, without wanting to see people progress and get better. And so you want to see the people come back week after week mm. and then start to, start to get stronger and start to really nail things. And so... You know, as we were saying before, we have the screens here so we can see what resistance they're putting out. We can see what watts they're on. And so by, you know, going over and saying, OK, you're doing really, really great. Actually, I think you could try pushing a little more. And hey, if it gets too much, turn it back down again. And, and coaching that and, and just being that, that voice of confidence and that voice of being their cheerleader, being their like yeah. championing them on. And I think the second they realise, actually, do you know what? I, I actually could do that. Then they come and do it for themselves the next time. And I think it's just instilling that confidence. I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to be here quite a lot over the, over the next um, <laughs> coming months. Uh, it's, it's, like I said, it's just up the road, and, and I think I kind of need that as well. I, I'm somebody that needs to kind of see the progress that I'm making. Just for my mindset, I think it's nice to know. For, well, not everyone's like that, like you said, but for me personally, I think in regards to knowing I'm improving, I love that it's kind of technology side of it. So yeah, yeah it's... I'm looking forward to seeing that. It's a really nice Having way. Having said that today, it's probably going to go terribly wrong. No, <laughs> you'll be in safe hands, don't you worry. Um, it's all good. You'll just be coming out singing. Yeah, laughing, cry, yeah, crying. Not crying. <laughs> just, you know, euphoric. That's, what, that's how we want you coming <laughs> out. Euphoric glee. Painting the town red on a Friday night. Cool. Last couple of questions, mm -hmm. um, then I'll let you go. Leave you in peace, promise. Um, Next 12 to 18 months, I mean, what do, you what do you think, you know, just going to keep growing the 110 brand? Is there going to be another studio? What's, what's the vibe? We're going to take over the world. Love it, love it. <laughs> um, we will obviously love to have more studios. Um, that is what we'd like to do in the pipeline. Sure. So when the, t when the opportunity comes, when the time comes, mm. we, will, we will expand. And it's a really exciting time. It's, I think, you know, I, I had the real privilege of being a founder instructor at Cycle, and I'm really pleased to have been involved in this company such a early time in its sort of blossoming career. And it's just, it's great to see something grow and to see people start to really join in, in this community that you create. And, and as that community, you know, it gets bigger and bigger and it, it snowballs, right? Mm, and absolutely. then we have the opportunity to, to open more sites and, and get to know more people and welcome more into our little family and just reach out to a lot more people that maybe haven't tried it before right. it must be such a satisfying experience uh, it's the being, best being part of it yeah it's and my next question next 12 18 months what's going on with you personally in regard to your next challenge i mean like you touched on it briefly but do you have anything concrete so race of the stones is in the diary <laughs> um don't know where it is yet we'll find it <laughs> <laughs> yeah I always wing these things. My, uh, my actual organisational skills are pretty shocking. So, uh, so maybe in 12 to 8 months, my job is to uh, get a PA. I don't know. Maybe that's what, I, <laughs> that's what I need. Good idea. Um, or a driver. Who knows? Yeah, um, probably won't happen. And the Paris half is in the diary and obviously then just sorting out logistics of getting there, probably via bike, because yeah. that's more interesting than Eurostar. Um, I think there's some more travelling. So the whole... Um, Italian job, what I'm going to call it. Mm. Um, that is 
that needs some work that needs some planning and prepping because I think it would take the best part of a month to achieve mm. um, there's also talks my sister lives in America so I think maybe going to Boulder and doing some running up there Boulder in Colorado okay sorry so yeah That's and just intense. experiencing it a lot more and I love being outside I love being outdoors which is ironic considering I teach in a inside studio <laughs> But you have the safety. I really yeah. don't like cycling my bike that much in London. Yeah. I get quite scared in London. I, yeah. I constantly think I'm going to die. I'm with you on that one. Um, so I have to go to like Richmond Park or something. Just yeah. do laps. Um, <laughs> but coming away from it and, and getting out there, I really enjoy it. So more, I think more challenges of getting outdoors. More longer endurance challenges. Cool. I think definitely a, a full full Ironman. Maybe Whistler in Canada. Purely because I want to go to Canada. And if I can make this a travel thing. <laughs> <laughs> make an excuse. Oh, I've just, I just have to go to Canada. Yeah. yeah. Bolton, you know, nothing wrong with Bolton. <laughs> but I think I'd rather do Whistler. Yeah, me too. <laughs> have you ever thought of doing an ultra marathon? Yes. You must go and do my good friend's one in Jordan if you like travelling. Deal, man. Send me the link. Yeah? Yeah, Don't done. worry about getting there. We'll Don't, figure out. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a postcode. Yeah, it's cool. And I'll uh, ask Google Maps to be more accurate. Yeah, really, honestly, I did it in, uh, in, in October. It was, it was fab. The scenery was stunning. Great experience. And bit, that's it, isn't it, when you're outside? Warm. Bit warm. <laughs> bit, yeah. Bit sandy, but it was great. Running on sand's hard as well, isn't it? Tricky. That's real... That's a real challenge. <laughs> wasn't ideal, but a little was, bit parched probably on yeah, that one. I was thirsty. <laughs> I was pretty thirsty, um, but it was really good. Yeah, but it's new, isn't it? And oh, it's exciting. Blew my mind. Same point in the same thing over and over again. You might as well get a new challenge. Exactly, exactly. And last question, and this is something I actually ask everybody who comes on the show. Okay. Um, so basically, a lot of people that listen to this podcast are in their 20s and 30s, and they're a bit kind of lost for a direction, and they're kind of looking for a bit of inspiration, hence the inspiration space. So, I mean, if you had a piece of advice for somebody who was, you know, looking for a bit of a direction in their 20s, 30s, you know, what would that be? That's quite a big it's question. It's a tricky one. That's a big question. You have um, lo lots of advice, I'm sure. The, the one sort of motto that I like is that if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Right, see, there's always more to learn, and I don't think that that necessarily needs to for me to say what you should be learning. It's something that just excites you, and something that if you keep thinking about something and it, you can't quite stop thinking about it, you got to go for it. I'm, I turned 30 a couple of weeks ago, so next next year, a next chapter, and um, I think there's just there's now things that I'm like, you know what. There's never going to be the right time to do something. Need Sometimes you've just got to just go for it. And if it doesn't work, never mind. Like, awesome. Go do something else. Great advice. But keep learning. Keep growing. I love that advice. Thank you so much for coming on. It's quite all right. Nice I to hope you enjoyed it. Loved it. Yeah, every second. Every second. Laugh a minute at this one. Um, <laughs> hopefully we can do it again in you know, 12, 18 months time. I'd love you to come down and do some rides with the Trailblazers Club. Always. That'd be ideal. No pressure. And I want them to... Yeah, I know. You'll, you'll embarrass me with my clip-ons. No, clip-ons? What are they? Is that, is They're that, hair no, that, extensions. <laughs> I mean... 
So yeah, and I, I, I think the, the guy is going to come down here at some point and try it out. So yeah, yeah, um, we'll put you know, that, we'll have, put you to the test. Yeah, we should get them on the leaderboard. That absolutely get them on the that's leaderboard. That's what it's about. And then loser buys dinner, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I know. I think I've got an idea who that one will be. Not me. Um, but thank you so much for coming on. And yeah, um, I'm looking forward to doing a session and we will definitely catch up soon. Yes, absolute pleasure. Enjoy, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, stay tuned for more which are coming soon.